Father, praise the mighty living Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we bless your holy name for bringing us to your presence this day. Thank you for all you have done for us. We appreciate you for your plans for our lives. Father, be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe part of your plans, the plan to promote us, the plan to enlarge us, is our coming together into your presence today to listen to your word and to be fed. Father, we appreciate you for this grace and we call upon your spirit to come and reign in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God tells us that where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are. Father, be here with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Be here with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Be here with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Forgive our sins. Amen. Wash us clean. Amen. Make us whole. Amen. Let the power of your words deliver us. Amen. And let your name be glorified. Amen. So we declare today's fellowship open in the name of the Father. Amen. In the name of the Son. Amen. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have your Lord and let the devil be put to shame as we rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Come and see what the Lord has done for you. He has the blood I save my mind. I've got the blood in my blue. I've got my blood in my blue.
Call him wonderful names. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Call him wonderful names. Call him wonderful names. Call him wonderful names. That's a big place, a big opportunity. You can do it now. Call him wonderful names. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Call him wonderful names. Call him by his name. Call him by his name. We have born you the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The ancient of days, there's no one like you. Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Always doing wonders. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Let's clap for the King of Kings. As we majestically have our seats in his presence. So this day, by the grace of God, we shall be looking into the Word of God. And we are going to be studying the book of the Kings. We are going to be studying the book of the Kings. And we are starting from some parts of the first king. Praise the Lord. So what is the aim of this uh, Study. The aim is for all of us. I believe we are all aspiring to be promoted. That is one major part of our request to the Lord. We are aspiring to be the head and rule according to the promise of God. And that is actually the promise of God for His children. So this study is to open our eyes to the do's and don'ts of the position of leadership. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. Say, I am going higher. I am going higher. Declare, say, yes, I am. Yes, yes I am. Amen. Amen. So to get prepared, the Lord is going to open our eyes to some things attached to the position of a leader, the do's, the don'ts, and we are going to study it spiritually according to the word of God. So we are going to read some stories of some kings, some leaders in the past. And from there, I want to encourage us not to just see it as history or to see it as the story of the name of the person there. But to see yourself. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. That, that will make the work of God to be quick in our lives. When you see yourself in their positions and say, what can I do? And try to find as we read those portions, what I should avoid, what, what I should be careful of, and the things that I should do. So I, I hope we are promising ourselves to do that by God's grace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are going to be coming with our Bible. We bless the name of God for the reopening of the fellowship, of the church for the fellowship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not going to ask us to bring our Bible to the King of Kings, not to the pastor, not to me this evening. I'm not going to ask us. Praise the Lord. But next week, I'm, I'm encouraging us to come with our Bible and notes part. Come with, let's come with our writing materials because I believe the Lord is going to take us through some wonderful things. Amen. Amen. So I would like us to quickly open the book of First King, 
First Kings chapter 15, we are reading 33 to 16. I would like somebody to read that. Praise the Lord. In the third year, rest the Lord and my home. Please let's hold on for others to open. First Kings chapter 15, chapter 33 down to 16. So if you are there, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Basha, son of Ahijah, became king of all Israel in Taza, and he reigned for 24 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, walking in the ways of Jeroboam and in his sin which he had called Israel to commit. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, son of Anani, against Basha. I lifted you up from the dust and made you leader of my people Israel. But you walked in the ways of Jerusalem and called my people Israel to sin and to provoke me to anger by their sins. So I am about to consume Basha and his house, and I will make your house like that of Jerubam, son of Nebat. But we eat those belongings, those belonging to Basha, who die in the city, and the best of the air will feed on, the, on those who die in the country. As for the other events of Basha's reign, what he did and his achievement, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel, Basha rested with his fathers and was buried in Taza. And Ela, his son, succeeded him as king. Moreover, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Jehu, son of Anani. Which part are we? Chapter 16. Because of all the evil he had done in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger by the things he did, and becoming like the house of Jerusalem, and also because he destroyed it. In the 26th year of Asa king of Judah, Elah son of Basha became king of Israel, and he reigned in Taza for two years. Zimri, one of his officials who had command, who had command of half his chariot plotted against him. Ella was in Taza at the time, getting drunk in the home of Aza. The man in charge of the palace at Taza, Zimri, came in, struck him down, and killed him in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah. Then he succeeded him as king. As soon as he began to reign and was seated on the throne, he killed off Basha's whole family. He did not spare a single male, whether relative or friend. So Zimri destroyed the whole family of Basha in accordance, in accordance with the word of the Lord spoken against Basha through the prophet Jehu because of all the sins Basha and his son Elah had committed and had caused Israel to commit so that they provoked the Lord the God of Israel, to anger by their worthless idols. As for the other events of Elah's reign, 
and all he did. Are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? In the 27th year of Asa king of Judah, Zimri reigned in Taza for seven days. The army was encamped near Gibbeton, a Philistine town. When the Israelites in the camp heard that Zimri had plotted against the king and murdered him, they proclaimed Omri, the commander of the army, king over Israel, that that very day, there in, in the camp. Then Omri and all the Israelites with him withdrew from Gibeon and laid siege to Taza. When Zimri saw that the city was taken, he went into the citadel of the royal palace and set the palace on fire around him, so he died because of the sins he had committed. Doing evil in the, side, in the eyes of the Lord and walking in the ways of Jerubah, and in the sin he had committed and had caused Israel to commit. As for the other events of Zimri's reign and the rebellion he carried out, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were split into two factions. Half supported Zimri, son of Kenat the king, and the other half supported Omri. But Omri's followers proved stronger than those of Zimri, son of Kenat. So Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Let's clap for her. So like I've stated what the name of this study is about. So let me quickly tell us what we are going to be discussing and I hope we are jotting some things. Praise the Lord. So the question is, what are the lessons learned from the passage or the passages we are going to read? Or let me say, what are the revelations you caught from the passages? Then secondly, what is your conclusion about the issues in the passage? The issue of leadership, reigning as king. What do you think after going through the word of God? Praise the mighty living Jesus. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. I would like us to jump that and go to 1 Kings 15. Let another person read 1 Kings 15, 25 to 30. 15, 25 to 30. Please read. Nadab, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel. Praise the Lord. Let there be fire in the word of God. Amen. 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 15, 25 to 30. Nadab, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel for two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, walking in the ways of his father and in his sin, which he had caused Israel to commit. Basha, son of Ahijah, of the house of Issachar, plotted against him, and he struck him down at Gibbon, a Philistine town. When Nadab and all Israel were besieging it, Basha killed Nadab in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, and succeeded him as king. 29. As soon as he began to reign, he killed Jeroboam's own family. He did not leave Jeroboam anyone that prepared, but destroyed all of them. According to the word of the Lord given through his servant Ahijah the Shilonites. 
that because of the sins of Jeroboam, this because of the sins Jeroboam had committed and had caused Israel to commit, and because he provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger. Praise the Lord. Let's read First Kings 14, 10 to 14. 14, 10 to 14. 1 Kings 14, 10 to 14. Because of this, I am going to bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam. I will cut off from Jeroboam every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will burn up the house of Jeroboam as one burns dung until it is all gone. Dogs will eat those belonging to Jeroboam who die in the city, and the birds of the hair will feed on those who die in the country. The Lord has spoken. As for you, go back home. When you set foot in your city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only one belonging to Jeroboam who will be buried. Because he is the only one in the house of Jeroboam in whom the Lord, the God of Israel, has found anything good. 14. The Lord will raise, him, raise up for himself a king over Israel, who will cut off the family of Jeroboam. This is the day. This is the day. What? Yes. Even now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. So just to run through what had happened before then, the woman that went to the prophet is the wife of Jeroboam, the present king of Israel then. And they had this son, very sick. And then Jeroboam told the wife, because he was not working the way of the Lord, to disguise and go to the prophets and seek the face of God concerning their sick child. And before they got there, the Lord has spoken to the prophets. This is their plan. They are going to disguise and come like this. This is the name of the person coming. This is what she's coming for. And this is the message. So that was the message the prophet was giving the woman. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. In that place. Immediately she knocked and she entered. She said, are you not the wife of her? Come in, wife of Jeroboam. She will be shocked because she will disguise. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. And we had all the Lord did there. Finally, let's read verse. Praise the Lord. I think I've already told us the story in verse. You can read it at home. Verse 1 to 9. Before that then. So that's what I've said. So from all that we have read. Praise the mighty living Jesus. What are the things you can pick from all these passages? Looking at each one of the names mentioned as the king and the leader in their time, their error, how do you see the judgment of God? How do you see their way of life? I'm helping us already. The impact on their country and their people. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be calling names. Amen. Praise the Lord. And then we are going to tell us what your conclusion is. Let me start from Sister Ifan. Praise the Lord. Let's clap for her. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. One lifestyle is common among the things that we mentioned in the passage just read. They, they were following. I would say it's a vicious circle. The same thing keeps happening over and over. They refuse to walk in the way of the Lord. They continue in their evil way. And that has not made them to last. Being the king. Praise the Lord. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the next is the idea of us on that question again. 
what do you think? Why? Why would everybody be going that wrong way? What is happening to you? The way they process things within them. What, are, what do you think is happening to what they see things? Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to believe that it's, it's more like um, the way children follow the footsteps of their parents, such that if my parents is doing things this way, that is all I see. That is all I see. As a leader, a good number of our followers see what we do. They don't. They may not see the consequences that we would face, but they see what we do, and that is what they take to continue doing. In the passage, most of them, the initially, I, when I was reading, it says um, this one did the sin of Jeroboam. The other one, the same thing, says followed the footsteps of Jeroboam. And I'm looking, what did the Jeroboam do that all of them have? following his footsteps, and I saw in um, 12 verse 31, it says, Jeroboam built shrines on high places and appointed priests from all sorts of people such that they were not now um, worshipping God and serving God as they had to. Rather, they built things that were replacements of God. So also in our world, most of us build things that are representations of God and not God. So it was basically them not following what God instructs and following the shrines and the other gods that Jeroboam built. So that's what I think. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless us all in the mighty name of Jesus. I would like us to quickly open to the book of Psalm 18 verse 25 to 27. Why is God dealing, or why did God deal, uh, uh, deal with them that way? And we are not, like we said, we are relating it even if God is still the same God, that time and now and forevermore. For anyone who is going to do any such things, God may still punish such people in that way. Praise the mighty living Jesus. So why is it that when they sin, God helps with them in that way? Can somebody read Psalm 18, 25 to 27 so we can understand the nature of God in that line? Psalm 18, 25 to 27. With with the merciful, God will show thyself merciful. With the merciful, God will show himself merciful, okay? With an upright man, God will show thyself upright. With an upright man, God will show himself upright. With the pure, God will show thyself pure. With the pure, thou, God will show himself pure. And with the forward, God will show thyself forward. And with the forward, God will show himself forward. Thank you. Is that all? Continue. For thou we see the afflicted people, mm -hmm. but we bring down high looks. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Any other version? Any other Bible version? At least, not, if, if not for all, 
26-27. You are pure to those who you are pure. Okay? Hostile to those who are wicked. Hostile to those who are wicked. You save those who are humble, but you humble those who are proud. Praise the Lord. Can we judge those people, the kings, wicked? Praise the Lord. We read of one, some of them killing the other to get to that position. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We see that today too. We see some, one of them that so much love power that wanted to burn the palace and burn himself together with the palace. That is how much people look for it. Praise the Lord. And one, he lost his life. And that was the end of it. And that is where the world is, is now. And the Lord has come to us as children of God. We don't have to look for anything other than pleasing the Lord. In pleasing the Lord, you have everything. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. So I have here what I have picked from all we have read. That the word of God will always accomplish what it is sent for. We have read here, the Lord is going to say, I'm going to do this to this house. And years to come, we'll see it happening. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See that people who don't have the fear of God and thought they can always do things their own way will suffer the consequences. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. They so much believed in their own power and their own strength and in their own wisdom. Not understanding that there is no wisdom apart from the wisdom of God. So if you are going to be a leader at any level, as a father at home, as a mother, or in your group, at the place of work, praise the mighty living Jesus. The fear of God is important. The fear of God is what? The beginning of what? Wisdom. Wisdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They all did not, all of them did not have the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then sometimes God raises a bad leader to achieve his purpose. Some of these very bad ones, God will say, I will put another one. And you see the other one God is putting. God is just using him as instrument to achieve, not that he is being refined, not that he is made pure and clean. Praise the Lord. So you don't look at your position and say, I am the bishop. Check yourself. Oh, I am not an instrument in the hand of God for the negative. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Or to be used and to be done. Praise the Lord. Those ones, there is no plan for them. For instance, we have Pharaoh. There is no plan for them in God. God has no plan for them. But he has entered them to use them to accomplish his word. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. So, we can see that all of these leaders, God know, knew about it. And we can still relate it to now that God knows about each of the, whether you say the leader is bad or the leader is good. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. Then the government of Judah, if you look at the years, look at the king because each time they will refer to the king of Judah, they will mention Asa, they will say the king of Judah, he was there all around. They, they stayed longer on the throne than the king of Israel from the passage we have read. That's another question. What happened? Why? That means in one way or the other,
God, the king of Judah, must, they must have been following God and having the fear of God at this level that is higher than the king of Israel and the land of Israel. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, no matter, we should not be too smart. If your content is not called as a leader, that leader is meant to fail. As a father, as a mother, I've said it, as leader of your group, of your department, place of work, whatever unit. If there is no fear of God, and if there is no obedience to God, the, the, that, that, that kingdom is going to fall. Praise the Lord. Then uh, we can see there that there will be a final trap that we catch a sinner and destroy him. That will be the final straw that we break the back of what? That will break the back of what? The camel. The if we are thinking we are smart as a leader, you see this money, you embezzle it. You see that one, you cheat them. Because I'm the daddy, because I'm the mommy, you are the one consuming more. You, are, you don't have, not having human feeling, not considering the followers. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. The person with, that's what Sister Grace was trying to say, that many people will follow because they see that, ah, in show them in general, ah, even go our director before, I'm on your general, why, ah, please, oh, it's my time, let me use it. Uh, even when at the end of our unit, we know what is happening now. Please, this is my time. Let me use it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't forget the Lord is noting whatever each one is doing. So don't copy anybody. Don't say that is the system. Okay, we say the system of our country is corrupt. Fine. Can you just be that one that is not corrupt in that system you have found yourself? Whether in the church or outside the church. Can you just consciously be? Because we are not, not because you say you are born again or because I'm coming to preach. Nobody is going to escape anything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just be piling it up. And there will be a day, God will just push. We will we still read the story of this king. God will just push one thing. That will be the final one. That person will not know that this, uh, this robbery, for instance, maybe that person is a thief. Is going to be the final one. We know God will just arrange it and that will be the end. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So man's way is not God's way. And we can see here that God's way is not man's way. The two are like opposites. You must consciously align your way to, with God. It won't be automatic. So don't think that eh, I'm not sure I sang yesterday and I'm, uh, God will do something one day. Well, no, no, you must intentionally because by our nature we are different from God but we must intentionally in any position find ourselves align our ways with God's ways praise the Lord then God is the king indeed please you find yourself as the head anyway know that in fact it is better for you to be telling yourself I'm not the head it's better for you to tell yourself, remind yourself, God is the head. Every morning, God is the head. Don't let your head swell. God is the head. God is the head. God, God come and rule. God come and take your place. Praise the mighty living Jesus. But for indeed, there is no king. God is the only true king. And that's why you see it does not change. Nobody can overthrow him. 
it will always be there. So why would you, as a leader in at your own level, at home, at in the church, at your place of work, submit to that truth? He's the only true king. You must consciously understand that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And give him that position. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have the issue of prophets there. We can see that prophets are appointed by God, but kings are appointed by people. Amen. Amen. If you read it, you see, and you can see today, the president, the government, ah, there are people about what you knew who will go there and appoint him. But when it comes to the prophets, they are appointed by God. So we can say that the prophets are closer to God than the kings from where we are prayed. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. So the king must still honor, as a leader, you must still honor God. So natural man cannot do the will of God. And there is punishment for every wrong done. We have said that. The leader is responsible for some actions or way of life of the follower. You must be set. So that after working, you think I've done it all well. You won't fail as a leader because of the followers. Praise the Lord. An example, Moses. Do you know that Moses really worked for God? Do we agree? Yes. That he really did work for God. And yet, he could not make it to the promised land. Because of who? The followers. Praise the mighty Lord. So you must be conscious of the people you are leading. Don't let them push you. And don't make yourself vulnerable. Be strong. That's why if you see yourself like there's nobody behind you, there's no one after you, it is only you and them, you can make me say. But when you have put God before yourself, in between them and you, you put God as the leader that you concern and say, Father, deal with them. Father, what else? What will I do? You won't fail as a leader. So they made Moses to be hungry. He did what God did not. He just said, speak to the rock. He just eats the rock. Praise the mighty living Jesus. And God says, see, see the way you disgrace me. As a leader, you will be responsible for more things. So let's start to lead. Let's start to rehearse. Let's start to practice. Because he has called you to lead. He's talking to all of us. He has called you to lead. If you like, judge. He has called you to lead within the church, outside the church. So be prepared. So that that one will not be the trap for the enemy to get us. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord will sustain us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are right here. We see God kept on blaming the king because that they, they, they were the ones who made the people to sin. You will, you will, we will see some people that will come and go and fornicate on his own. They will check on shame. You will check on shame. Why? You see something, a, a way that is godly. You avoid it. You did not show them. Praise the mighty living Jesus. Look at the instance of the, what society told us about Jeroboam. That he neglected God and started making sacrifice to other gods. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God said you are responsible for that. I pray that the Lord will sustain us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bow our heads and begin to pray. I don't know. You can't, you can't just hide the fact that you are a leader. If you don't know yet, the Lord is just reminding you that he has called us, he has called you to lead. So don't look down on yourself. So it's not, it's not a prayer of Father, make me a leader now. It's a prayer of getting prepared for that position when it will, it will manifest. And even the one where you have, there must be some people under you, 
some things under you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for wisdom to rule, to lead according to your will. To be conscious, to be conscious of you. To intentionally align with your will. From my family units, to the, 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 my colleagues at work, to the church, my department. I want us to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, please. I don't want to end like one of those kings that we have read about today. I don't want to end like that. I don't want to be desperate. I don't want to be desperate. Let your will be done. Give me the act to always consciously allow your will to be done. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's a powerful prayer. Children of God, please say it. If you are a child, pray. If you are a daddy, pray. If you are a mother, pray. You are a worker, you are a business person, pray. Father, make me a good head like God. Jesus. Not a bad one. You know that many parents, they are, when their son or child is going to enter hell, they are entering with the child because they have not led the parents' way. I don't want to be one of those. Father, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do we have any question? Amen. Amen. Let us rise up on our feet now. It's healing time. Let's begin to look up to our healer who has promised to always come down on, during our fellowship time to come down and to always heal us. That word is just enough to energize you. That word is true. We have read. Whatever he says, he is going to do it. He said it. Come on, where they meet me, I continue to heal you every week. So it doesn't matter how much you are afflicted. It doesn't matter the kind of sickness that exists in the history of your family. What matters is you have come, you have presented yourself on the day that he heals, and then you are healed. Begin to appreciate God firstly for that promise. Give him all the glory. Adore him because he's a healer. He has the power to heal. He has the power to save. He has the power to deliver. Father, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Begin to speak to God concerning your ailment now. You want to hear it now. The Lord wants to, is listening to you now. What do you want him to do for you? Do you want to be healed? That was the question he had that man. He had that man. He said, do you want to be healed? The same question the Lord is asking you now. So tell him what you want him to do for you. And you know there is grace for at least seven of your loved ones. As you are standing here, as one, there is grace for at least seven of your loved ones. For this, your prayer to touch them wherever they are. So remember them. Remember your loved ones. Remember someone who is sick. Remember someone whose life is in danger. Remember someone or some people who are afflicted. Pray for them now. The word of God will go to them and it will heal them. Touch us, Lord. 
touch our infirmities, Lord. Touch us, touch our organs, Lord. Touch the faulty ones, Lord. Restore, Lord, health into our bones, into our body system, into our blood, from the ear of our head to the sole of your feet. Is able to heal you now. Remove every fever. Take away every trace of infection, of malaria, whatever it can be. Typhoid, whatever it can be. Headache, whatever it can be. Father, heal us. Diabetes, whatever it can be. High blood pressure, whatever it can be. Touch my liver, touch my kidney, touch my eye, eyes, touch my ears, touch my heart, Lord. Touch all my joints. Lubricate them by the blood of Jesus. Remove every arthritis, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, remove every rheumatic, Father, let there be healing. Father, correct every respiratory problem. Now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let the hand of God touch every one of us and all our loved ones in the name of Jesus. Let there be testimonies of our healing by the blood of Jesus Christ. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus now. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus. As you plead the blood of God, declare, I will not die. I will live. And declare the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. Declare that is my portion. That is my portion. Reject every fear of death in your family now. Reject every fear of death in your home. Whatever you have heard that made you to be afraid. Whatever you have seen in your own loved one that, that is making you to be afraid. That they, will this woman make it? Will this man make it? With this, my blood won't make it. I want you to have faith now and pray. They will not die. I will not die. We will live and declare the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. Father, we bless your holy name. Thank you for answering our prayers. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for touching us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for answering us. Thank you for coming for us. Be exalted now, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Be exalted, Lord, now in the name of Jesus Christ. So in the name of Jesus, we cast out every demon against our sound, sound health. We cast out every affliction from all the organs in our bodies in Jesus' name. We cast out every disease and we nullify them in the name of Jesus Christ. We soak ourselves, spirit, soul, and body into the pool of the blood of Jesus. We regain our strength. Amen. We regain our stamina. We regain our vigor. Amen. We regain vitality. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare this well with all our children. Amen. The devil will not have a place in their bodies. Amen. Sickness will not have a dwelling place in their body. Cause will not have a dwelling place their body. Yeah. Every inherited sickness, every spirit that is, every demon that is backing up sickness in our family and that is holding it also upon our lives, upon us. We nullify the hold of
of such spirits by the fire of the Holy Ghost now in Jesus' name. Amen. And we declare according to the word of God that when the sun shall set us free, we shall be free indeed. In the name of Jesus, we are free. In the name of Jesus, we are free. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. I want us to quickly thank the Lord in dancing and singing for five minutes. If you have any offering you have brought, you can drop it for the Lord. So quickly, five minutes, let us praise the Lord for the things he has done for us. Amen.
Father, we thank you for this reopening. We thank you because of this beginning. It's a day of grace. We thank you for counting all of us worthy of this blessing. Father, be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray for those who are not here. Pray for those who may be listening. Father, let the blessing, the total package of the blessing of today, be their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we appreciate you for your healing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we ask for an act of thanksgiving. Amen. To place of the fear in our hearts. Amen. Father, give us thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Give us act of thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Let doors of blessings be open unto your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let there be big, big testimonies. Amen. At this period, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, remember your people. Amen. Remember us for good. Amen. Open the book of remembrance for each one of us and the church of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for you have healed us today. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We have assurance no matter what we can see, no matter what is going on around us, no matter the name it is given, the name of Jesus is above it all. And inside that name of Jesus, that is our own strong tower. That is our place that we are we are we, we are secured. That is our own secret place Amen. of protection. Father, we thank you for the grace you, that you have bestowed on us. Father, be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. You say that your peace you have given unto us, not as the world giveth. We want to appreciate you for your peace in our lives. Mm -hmm. We want to appreciate you for stability. Mm -hmm. Even in the church of God and in our family units, Father, be glorified now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 